Welcome. My name is Douglas Lodmel, your asset protection attorney. And today I want to talk about something that has been a huge part of my business. Um, like the last podcast where I talked about insurance, which is something people just really have a difficult time understanding. This is equally as difficult to understand. We're going to talk about digital marketing. Um, and I can tell you, I am not an expert. I really don't know a lot about it. Although I have to say, I know a lot more about it than I ever thought I would. And that's because I've been doing it for 15 years and I've been doing it with somebody who's truly an expert. That is my guest today, Pashmina from Flow Simple. Pashmina, welcome. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. So Pash, you and I have been working together for 15 years. We, we, we kind of, um, from from the very beginning, figured this out together, um, or I say I figured it out as you put it together. Um, and today, you know, a huge part of my practice is built around my digital marketing. So I have a very robust website with tons of content. I have lots of videos that are professionally done. Um, and I spend a lot of money on pay-per-click and, and making sure that I get appropriate leads to my site, that they convert properly, that I'm talking with the right people um, who are in the right state of mind to ultimately consider becoming a client of mine. And we've been able to do this effectively for many, many years. Most of the people listening to this are, are really probably back at kind of square zero. Um, they might have a website. They probably don't know what SEO is, what pay-per-click is, um, what's important you know, what, what they should be focusing on, what they shouldn't. And, and they're probably off tracked into lots of threads of, you know, you got to be on social media and you've got to spend money here and there. And the other thing, can you kind of lay the groundwork for everybody with a 30,000 foot view of just kind of, okay, here's what you need to think about as you're starting this process. Yes, of course. So everyone, I think, you know, as a business starting out, everyone thinks, oh, I need a website. So that's kind of the first step is building that billboard online and having a place that tells people what you do, you know, your business hours, your services, your pricing, if you have some, and then who you are as a, as a, as a doctor or, or, or a lawyer um, and giving, giving somebody a, a face to a name and your credentials so that people can get to know you online. Right. But the second step is is getting people to that website. Like, how do you attract a, a lead that isn't coming from referral? How do you get them to um, go to your website or click on your website from an online search? And there's really three components uh, to online search. So if you're on Google and you're searching for an attorney locally, let's say I live in Denver, and if I'm looking for a local asset protection attorney, asset protection attorney Denver is, is something I might type in to, on in Google. Um, that page will be comprised of several blocks. Um, and the first one is ads. I mean, the first, usually the first two or three clicks, uh, the first two or three links that you see on the page are, are ads. Right. And then it's followed by this uh, local pack. So that's something that Google decides is relevant um, to you based on your location. And they decide who to rank uh, on the top based on reputation and how clean the website is and how friendly it is. Um, and then finally, you have the, the last section, which is organic results. And that can be usually a mix of national uh, directories, national resources, uh, larger, larger firms, and then maybe some local companies as well. Right. So one of the things I tell people to do is focus on the first three 
links, which are ads. And the most effective way you can grow your business is with Google ads. Um, it's the most instantaneous. It's the most intent driven. It's very direct, very specific. Like if somebody's looking for a, you know, a dentist or, or a lawyer and they type it in there, they will click on those ads. And, you know, as much as people say, Oh, I don't click on those ads. Google's entire revenue model is built on people clicking on those ads. 95% of their revenue uh, in the last decade has come from people clicking on those links and those ads. Right. So we know it works. And, and I can tell you from experience, just my own searching, uh, when I'm buying something, I usually want to click on an ad because actually for me, it's conscious now. I think it probably started subconscious. I kind of feel like somebody who's an ad, who it's a bigger company, it's probably more reputable, I'm working online, I kind of feel like I, I've seen them every time I go there, they're always there. I feel like that's probably who I want to buy from. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I think people who are invested in Google Ads, you know, they have a they have a marketing budget, which means they're they're probably a larger firm, they they're more professional. I mean, because they're paying for your click and for them to visit your website, you know, it's it's more they're more meaningful to them. Like they they want to do something to make sure that they are meeting your needs as a customer. So that's a good point. Um, so yeah, I think you know, like just ads as a start is always where we start all our, our clients and we work with all kinds of clients from hair salons and attorneys and local businesses um, to even online e-commerce uh, you know that are, that are selling products online like let's say you know a, a baby organic baby store clothing or a chocolate store um, we found ads over and over to be one of the most effective channels aside from referrals referrals will always be you know a big uh, breadwinner for most people, but the next one would be Google ads. Right. Yeah. And, and, and so, um, the, the 10 years ago, I just remember the whole world was going organic search, uh, you know, SEO, which means search engine optimization. Let's get your website, pay us and we'll get you on the first page. And there was this huge buzz and push around, you know, making sure you're organically, you shouldn't have to pay to be up at the top. You should be able to organically, um, your advice, I remember very clearly was, yes, we're going to do all that. We're going to be really good about it, but that is not our focus. Um, there's a lot of black hat techniques that people use to try to get at the top and they work for a little while and then they don't work. So the bottom line is, is if you want results, just focus on pay-per-click, do the right stuff for SEO, but don't make that your focus. Is that still the way you see it today? Yes, I mean, as as far as um, ads versus SEO, yes, we still recommend that people start with ads. And the reason being is for SEO to be done right and for it to be effective, it takes a long time and it can get very expensive. Um, and most people can't wait that long. They they want results, you know, in the first month, first three months. They can't you can't say, okay, we're going to build out this SEO strategy for you, and it will take a year to a year and a half. Right. Not everyone has. Kind of time especially when you're a small young business and you're really just trying to grow your bottom line and you want new customers um ads are are still from a cost per lead perspective if you were to extrapolate like a marketing budget spent on ads versus seo i think people will find that ads are uh are cheaper and and they're more effective in the short term and when, you, when we talk about seo that's uh you know, that's that's something that still lives on the bottom of the page. So you still need to be good at both. Right. 
Right. Okay. And and the other thing I'll, I'll say is this is kind of back to that digital billboard, which is your website. Um, if you have to wait a year and a half to see if your conversions are actually converting to adjust that website, you're going to be slow as molasses. Whereas it, you can go ahead and, and instantly say, hey, Pash, you know, I need 100 clicks right now. I need to run a test on this landing page. I need clicks today. And you can go, okay, great. I'm just going to go buy you the clicks. And, and we can adjust the back end to see if our landing pages are working, to see if the offering is working um, much quicker so that we can get to a better conversion ratio. And, you know, this is where I think a lot of people also just miss completely. They, they don't focus on what the website is actually doing once, once someone gets there. Um, so you can pay to have somebody click on your link and land on your page only to have them bounce off within five seconds because what they see there is not attractive to them. How do you coach clients? How do you get clients to get to the point where they're actually converting? Well, I think the main uh, theme that we always coach clients on is consistency. So there needs to be some consistency between what a person looks for, what they're searching for, um, and, and the ad and what the ad says and then what the landing page says. So if you're advertising a very specific type of service, let's say, you know, you're, you're forming corporations for businesses and you, they, they type in corporate attorney Denver, and then the ad says something about corporate attorney, and then you land them on a page that's just about your generic law firm, there's a little bit of a, a disconnect there. So the page right. is specific to the ad and what they search for. I mean, and you know, to use a better example, I think products are always a good example. So if somebody's typing in something like Nike red running shoes and you land them on a page just full of all kinds of sports shoes, including Adidas and Puma, they're going to go away. But if you land them on a page that has only Nike red running shoes and there's maybe like, maybe there's only four choices instead of 20, they're still more likely to convert because now you're actually showing them exactly what they were looking for in the first place. Right. The that that just getting them to the right page is key and I know in our work together there's really only probably less than 10 pages that 90% of all our clicks really go to that matter. So that's the other thing that I wanted to bring up is this content is king. Um, we've heard it you know, it's, it's one of those mantras, again, from 10 years ago, content is king. Everybody was focusing on trying to, you know, they're paying people to write content. They were buying content from everywhere. In reality, appropriate content that matches your ad that is going to hit the, the vast majority is far more important than just a vast amount of content. Is, is that an accurate statement? Yes, I would agree with that. I think, you know, that, you know, that brings up an interesting point, which is that um, I find a lot of businesses will say, oh, we really want to advertise this service. And they're really excited about some new technology that they have or some new uh, equipment, let's say as a doctor, and they're trying to attract a specific type of client and they develop all this content around this technology. But sometimes because it's so new, maybe no one's looking for it. And maybe everyone else is looking for a service that they also offer, but they just don't care about them. That doesn't excite them as much. Uh, an, an example of this, let's say if we talk about dentists, for example, um, a lot of dentists like to work on straightening teeth, um, but that doesn't mean that it's going to be the biggest driver for them as far as new 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 customers go, as far as uh, new patients go. Maybe the thing that's most important in the area that they're in is um, you know implants, or maybe it's emergency services are the best way to get people in the door. 
So one of the great benefits of ads and running ads as opposed to just depending on SEO is rather than you determining and deciding like, okay, we, we want to be known for this, you can you can see what the demand is and where the demand is coming from. So, you know, one of the things we've done with uh, a dental practice, for example, is as they've opened multiple locations, we can see that there is more demand coming from specific locations. So we're able to help them decide where to focus their energy as they're opening and expanding more practices. Right. And we can also help them see where they're making their most money. Like, is it on dentures? Is it on emergency services? We can see um, what the demand is and what the volume is for those searches and how much it costs and how competitive they are. Um, and so we can coach clients to kind of uh, steer their website and, and, and create a website that's geared towards the clientele that they're, that are, that are in their area. Yeah, and sometimes it's it's really funny because it's counterintuitive what the driver is going to be. I know for for us in the asset protection practice, probably our number one thing is is irrevocable trusts. It's a page yes. on irrevocable trust. Now, yes, that has a lot to do with asset protection, but it, it, the reason I think it's so important is that irrevocable trust out there in the world, everybody's talking about them. Every CPA, every attorney who doesn't do asset protection. So there's already this huge body of, of, of lore around irrevocable trust. And so that's what people are searching. But if you're an asset protection attorney trying to figure out what to, to advertise on, you're not going to intuitively go there first. You're going to be saying, oh, offshore trusts or, you know, Cook Islands or, or all these other things. You're not just going to think of the generic irrevocable trust as, as your best converting page. Um, so, you know, that's the kind of stuff that over the years we've figured out and we keep massaging and, and you and I have calls on a regular basis where you'll say, okay, great. You know what, Doug, I need a piece of content that is this because this ad is getting clicked on a lot and where we're dropping them is maybe not a thousand percent on point. If you can give me a piece of content, a thousand percent on point, I think it's going to be a really valuable piece of content. And so, um, from a, from an efficiency standpoint, I feel like we can be really efficient and when we know we need a piece of content, I can sit down, stop what I'm doing and write that content instead of the shotgun approach of just, okay, we're going to write a zillion pieces of content and hope something sticks on the wall. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I think uh, when you work with a marketing professional and, and they're helping you with your campaigns, they will give you ideas for what to write about, which can be very helpful for crafting a website that converts. And that in turn will help your SEO and, and, and also help with uh, your organic rankings. Um, and as much as we talk about ads and you know it's a, gr it's a great place to start, we do also work with clients and help them with their reputation and their, and their organic results. It is important to have consistency of information locally uh, and organically so that um, Google doesn't penalize your website. Um, and that's also important. Right, right. Yeah, exactly. So, so, and I know over the years, you know, I, I, I rank organically pretty high because we've been doing this for so long, you know, over the years. But if I had started there and wanted to make that the main thing, it would have taken a long time. Um, speaking of the years, you and I have been working together for, gosh, I think 15 years, Pash, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, kind of in the beginning of the very beginning of my whole digital life. Um, I met you, fortunately, and got it right from the beginning. How long is your average client? Like, how long does a client stay with you once once you do start working with them? 
You know, Doug, that's a great question. We have clients that have stayed with us for, uh, like you, um, about over 10 years. We have some clients that have been with us since we've started uh, started doing this. Um, and I've grown my agency to, you know, from a staff of two to now six. Um, and this is all we do. We, we have a, a team of people that are specialists in Google Ads, SEO, and also website development and website maintenance. Um, and a lot of our clients stay with us for a very long time. And some of the ones that don't have been acquired or they were bought out. So a lot of the times when we lose clients, it's not because they, you know, decided like they don't like us or they don't think the, the service is working. It's just, you know, it's just that where they are in their growth, um, they no longer are a right fit or, you know, they, they get eaten by a larger company that has in-house resources. Um, we've worked a lot with a lot of local companies that have, continued to grow with us so they go from being a solo solo practitioner or a solo location to multiple locations um, we have a podiatrist who just expanded to a second location we have a hair salon that is looking at opening their third um, and then we also have a lot of startups that work with us when they're um, just getting started with their idea or their product or they just you know had their series a or seed round of funding and they're looking for help with ads um, we've worked with a lot of 500 co-startups and a lot of other startups that have been funded in that way. Right. So, so, so you bring up something that is interesting because I'm a national firm. So, um, you know, you have to do one thing for me. A lot of your clients are local. It's a hair salon, for example, or an attorney that is local or a dentist who's definitely local. That's a, that's a, you use some of the same tools, but there's a different strategy for local. Is that right? Yes, I, I think with local, you know, the budgets are a lot are a lot smaller and they should be tighter. Um, and that's that's something else that I should mention is one thing that's nice about Google Ads is you are in control of your budget. If starting out, you don't want to spend more than five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars on Google Ads. That's something we can work with and we keep the we can keep the focus very narrow, very specific and work on what's most effective. And then as there's room. And as you grow, we can expand to include more services or more areas locally and, and go after maybe more expensive leads. But let's say, you know, maybe they convert and it's a high dollar amount. Let's say like for a dentist, it might be implants. So somebody starting out and saying, oh, I only want to spend $500. We probably wouldn't target implants just because those leads cost so much. Um, we would target something that's more, more you know, tight and, and cheap. So looking at someone, something like dentists near me or somebody's looking for emergency dental services or things like that. And so, yeah, the local specific campaigns are, you know, we're very conservative with how we spend money because we ourselves are business owners and we know how, how that could feel when you hire a marketing firm and they don't tell you what's going on and, and they're just spending your money and there's no results, there's no phone calls, no leads. Um, we do things a lot differently. We are month to month. We don't have contracts. And every month we are really focused on getting that phone to ring and getting you new leads and helping you grow your business. Right. Yeah. And it, it certainly is true when you say, uh, you know, spend a little bit of money, get your return on investment dialed in. Um, and there's no client I know, there's nobody I know who runs a business who you can prove statistically, hey, if you spend a dollar, I'm gonna get you $3.50 back. Who's not gonna spend more dollars until actually they've spent all the dollars you can buy? Um, you know, it, it, I know that we talk about inventory. Um, I think a lot of people don't really think of that 
term when they think about paying for clicks, but there are so are only so many clicks out there you can buy. And at some point you're actually buying all the clicks that are available at almost any price because your ROI is so good. You've dialed it in so well, you know how to get a return on in that investment. Um, and, and that's a good place to be at. You want to be to where you're buying all the inventory that's available to buy. Um, that's certainly been my experience and, and, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people just don't understand how this really works and that they're not, they don't have to commit to spending these big numbers every month without knowing that it's going to work. They can start small, know that, prove to themselves that it's going to work and then start spending more. That's right. Yeah. And, and you can also be seasonal. So a lot of times we'll notice an uptick in, you know, uh, seasons. So like we have a, a landscaper, for example, where we front load a lot of his budget starting in April. And we spend as much as we possibly can until the summer is over, and then it and then it just drops down severely uh, in the winter. Um, and it's more of like a brand awareness thing, or people who are planning like really far out into the future with their projects, and they're and they're targeting more commercial projects rather than residential. Um, and the same thing can be for dentists. So you know, it's like understanding these patterns and being on top of them is a good reason to work with a marketing agency. There's things that a marketing agency will know and can talk to you about that you wouldn't be able to do yourself. Um, and a lot of times I get that as a question, like, why don't I just work directly with Google? Why do I need you? And there's two reasons for that. One is like, Google is not on your side. They're just looking to maximize how much you spend with them. Oh, that's They're not so looking true. To <laughs> yeah, they will coach you into yeah. spending so much money. Believe me, I have firsthand experience with clients that have tried to do their own and Google will just keep, co oh yeah, we'll keep coaching you. And all they're coaching you is how to spend more money with them. Yes, yeah, and they're not really look, paying attention to the actual uh, results that you're looking for, you know, whether it's phone calls or leads and, and conversions and things like that. Whereas that's all we're focused on. And we, we are not about trying to make you spend more because we don't get a commission on what you spend. So that's, you know, what you spend is what you spend. And, you know, we're, we're here to help you either work within your budget or figure out the appropriate budget for your business. And the other thing is, is that, you know, I tell, I tell every expert this, you know, it's like, yes, I'm sure as a doctor or a lawyer, you've gone to school and you're, you're very smart and you're very good at what you do. But I mean, just like I wouldn't try and clean my own teeth. I don't think a dentist should be trying to run their own marketing campaign. Um, and, you know, it's just about expertise. It's like, if I can get you even one more patient or one more lead than you can yourself, isn't it worth uh, your time and time saved and, and money to just to just hire somebody else to do it and take care of it for you? And the answer is always, you know, of course, yes. Um, and that's why you should work with an expert. Yeah, I, I mean, I, everybody who knows me knows that I'm Mr. Work with the Expert. I, I, I'm, I know that my area, I'm really, really good at it. I focus on it and I don't want to do outside of it. And I go to everybody. I didn't, I mean, I'm a kind of an audiophile. I know a lot, but I, I didn't build my own theater. I had some guy come in and do it and he did a way better job than I could ever do. This is just one of those yeah. areas. This is money in the bank for you. You should not be playing around and messing around trying to learn your own Google or having somebody in your office learn it who's not dedicated. If your business is big enough to have somebody dedicated in-house, that's different. But for most people, especially certainly small business, that's just not the case. We're not that big. We don't have that yeah, resource. Any, any business doing anywhere from like one to 10 million is probably not going to have somebody in-house. Right. They're, they're probably best for them to get an agency. And as far as like, I get this question all the time. Like, even if they, you know, somebody doesn't want to work with us, 
the question is like, how do I know who to hire? Like there's so many people out there that you get all these spam emails and all these, you know, requests on LinkedIn of somebody who says that they can help you with their digital marketing and, and help you explode and all this stuff. And there's, there's a few things you should look for when it comes to working with an agency. Number one is their credentials. So Google has something called the Google Partners Badge. And there's several tiers to this badge. So you can be a Google partner, or you can be a premier Google partner, or you can be a Google partner with you know small business credentials. And so anything, any one of those badges will tell you that somebody has experience, they've taken the exams. Uh, you have to take these exams yearly. Um, you know, and there are several exams. So there's an exam for every specialty, mobile, shopping, search, video, and you can see that a, a firm has not only what, what specialties they are credentialed in, but how many people in their firm have those credentials. Right. Um, so that's number one. That's like the number one marker to look for. The second is I always steer people. I think contracts are, I think they're dangerous, like especially when somebody's trying to rope you into a one-year contract and you have no idea how, how, how they're going to do for you. Um, I think somebody, you know, an agency that's willing to work month to month tells you of their confidence level of how they think they're going to do for your business. And, and contracts should not be required for something like a marketing agency or a marketing service. Well, I, I, I agree with both of those things wholeheartedly. Even the gyms finally figured it out. You know, the, the, the contracts are, are, there's no reason for it. You don't need a contract. You shouldn't have to get a contract. Um, and if they're good, you're going to stay with them. If they're not good, you know, you're going to leave. Yeah, and and the and the ones that don't have contracts know that you're going to stay, so they don't require it. And the ones that do, they're probably doing it because they know you're going to leave someday, and they're and they're just trying to prevent that. Right. Um, and there's a lot of businesses like in the online marketing space that have a churn rate of 35%. So you know that's the you know, that that leads in, that leads into another thing is the question I always ask any firm, especially if they're trying to sell me on services, marketing or otherwise, is how many people in your organizations are in sales versus how many people are experts and just focused on working on strategy and on the tactics to help me be successful. And if you have an agency that's full of salespeople, let's say like Yelp, for example, is, an, is a company that's full of salespeople, that's also something that's a red, that's kind of a red flag. Like, okay, you know, these people are here to just kind of churn and burn and they're not really in it for helping me grow my business and, and cultivate a relationship. Well, I know you and I have a, a similar philosophy, which is focus on the client and you don't need an endless number of clients. You just need a good group of solid, stable clients that stay with you. And, and that's your business. You don't, you know, you don't have to um, just constantly fill the door. And I think everybody who's got a business understands that that's the best way to run and grow a business is um, by closing the back door. I mean, it's great to get them in the front door, but if they're running out the back door, then you, you're just, it, you're churning and it's, it's not sustainable. Um, so I, I think that's the right way to see this. Okay. So somebody's listening to this. They just got their mind completely. They're drinking from a fire hose right now because you just, we just threw so much information. They're, they're not even sure what all the language meant and they certainly haven't processed it at all, but they believe that they could do better. What should they do? Well, I, I mean, call me. I'm, I'm always a good resource. You know, any, any client of yours or friend of yours, Doug, you know, they're, they're free to call and, and, you know, just ask me anything they'd like. I, I am an open book, open door. Um, and, you know, I'd be happy to help anyone, especially just even just giving advice, like even if it doesn't mean that we engage. Um, I, 
I think our industry has a, has a bad reputation and I'd like to, you know, be one of the, the examples that kind of bucks that trend and, and says, you know, no, we are, there are some people who are genuinely here to help you with your business. Right. Um, and I, so for over a decade for, for clients, not unlike some of the people listening. So. Right. Yeah. Well, and, and everybody listening, take her up on it. She's serious. She'll talk to you. Um, and, and you'll learn more in 30 minutes on the phone with Pashmina than you will trying to research this for, for months on your own. Um, do your research, figure it out, or maybe you already have a marketing person. You're not sure if they're doing a good job. I imagine you could look at somebody's existing pay-per-click campaign and kind of diagnose pretty immediately some of the issues. Is that accurate? Yes. Yeah. We would be happy to do that too. I have a, a, a team of people and, you know, we can, we can always do a no obligation diagnosis. If you're already running a campaign and you're curious, like, is this working or what's, what's wrong with it? Uh, you know, we're happy to do that as well. Um, it, it will cost nothing. We will do it for free. Um, we like, you know, we like being able to do that for people because at the end of the day, like no one, no one likes to see anyone get, you know, get shafted in any way. So, we can do that for you. Please reach out and uh, uh, we can we can set up a, a time to do it. Okay. How do they get a hold of you? Uh, well, the best way is just email me, my, my email. Um, you know, I, I don't know if you can include that in the podcast, but it's my first name, Pashmina, at uh, flowsimple.com. Or you can, you can reach me by phone. My cell phone is uh, 303-881-0746. And you can always leave me a message and I will get back to you right away. Um, you know, if I don't answer, I, may, I may, might be thinking you're a robocaller, especially these days, but I will definitely return your phone call if you leave me a, a message. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The robocallers. That, that's a, that's a, that's another topic for another day. I will, I will talk about that. Um, Pash, this has been really good. I'm sure there's a bunch of questions unanswered. As always, if you're listening to this and you wish I'd asked another question, you can email me. You can email Pashmina. Um, you can go to the Flow Simple website, flowsimple.com, I'm assuming, um, and, and get information. And as always, I really appreciate you coming on, Pash, and sharing your expertise. And I hope uh, bunches of people call you and get really good advice. Great. Thank you, Doug. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for your attention. And remember, it's your money. Act like it. We'll see you next time.